Hello and welcome to the Wake Up and Live show. Happy Saturday, happy morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you are. I pray that today has been such a blessed day for you and it's about to get better. Well, thank you for joining. If this is the very first time that you are joining the show, welcome, welcome, welcome. The show is meant to elevate you. It's to shift your mind and to shift your thinking into a different perspective. Because after all, perspectives is really what allows us to start to achieve and attain the things that we want in life. At the Wake Up and Live show, we stand for three key things, purpose, mind mastery, and truth. So expect to be shifted, expect the unexpected, and expect to get the exact thing that you need at this time, at this moment, right here, right now, because you showed up today. So take a moment to share this with friends and family, allow it to be a blessing to them as well, because we are in for a treat today. I am so excited. So I'm going to go ahead and share our topic for today. So our topic today revolves around our very special guest speaker today. So today's topic is really all about how we can adopt our communication style at work and at home. Now, as you know, communication is really, it's first of all, one of the key things in life in general, but even more so during these times of coronavirus. We are talking about the new normal. We're talking about thriving during coronavirus. And one of the key ways to do this is to learn how to communicate and communicate effectively. We need to learn how do we do this Zoom thing? How do we get people on meetings? How is it that we can now speak to, that we, we lose all all the other nonverbal forms of communication that we we don't have when we're in person and 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 we have to rely on using technology to communicate with most people. So what does that look like? Well, today I have an an executive communications coach. She is also an an international trainer who is highly inspirational. She also is an author and truly a lady who walks the walk and talks the talk. So please help me welcome, and I'm so excited to have her. So please help me welcome my very, very special guest today, Miss Monique Russell. Welcome to the show, Monique. Hello, 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 everybody. Hey, Simone, how are you? Happy Saturday. Thank you. Thank you. I so appreciate that. So yes, it is so great to have you. Now, let me tell you, because you have a beautiful scenery in the background, you have a beautiful sunny day, and you know what? It's actually having a little bit of a shadow on your face. If you want to see one, oh yeah, there you are. No problem, no problem. (laughs) Let's move a little bit. We got to get this right, you know? (laughs) Oh, whoa, nice. Now we see that glowing smile. Wow, beautiful, beautiful. Well, thank you. It's so great to have you on the show. I know people are going to be blessed. I know people are going to get some really great information to help them during these times. So thank you for being here. Oh, it's my pleasure. I am just delighted, especially to be here with another lock sister. So (laughs) Yes, yes. Guys, we have a special locks edition. (laughs) You know what? That's right. (laughs) (laughs) all right so let's talk let's get into it so first of all for people who maybe have heard you for the first time can you share a little bit about your background and how you came to be an executive communications coach okay sure so I am originally from the beautiful islands of the Bahamas and also Mm. Nigeria Yes. And I, I, my background, basically, I went off to school to study the science of communications. I studied broadcast journalism. I studied advertising. I studied PR. And I left school with 
three degrees in each of those disciplines. But if you think that having those degrees meant that I actually landed the job that I wanted and the job that I, <laughs> that I hope to get into, that is definitely not how it all went down. Mm. So pretty much it was difficult to get in. And what I was trying to find in broadcast journalism was, was little to nothing in terms of payment and monetary um, salary. So I quickly had to start working because I had student loans, I had bills and all these other things. Mm -hmm. I started in executive support. That's not what I went to school for, but that's where I started, Shanto. <laughs> and, yes. you know, long... Yeah, <laughs> Look, the long and short of it is that was my stomping ground. That was my practical training, hands-on training. I already had the communications background, the personality, the attitude to help people. And then when I was in the role of executive support, people would often come to me and they would ask me questions about how to handle certain communications challenges, people challenges. I would notice and observe things. I would take my little notes and write down what I would teach and how I would coach them. And I did. I mean, I won awards. I got recognition. Yeah. And so, but I never had the title. I never mm. had that title. So that's important. But I'll say this. What I know now is that that was a part of my journey into what I'm doing today. Everything didn't go like in a straight line. I had bumps and hurdles and tried different things. And I started freelancing. And that's when I tried everything in communications. And I learned what I liked, what I didn't like. But it wasn't until I actually went to get coaching and actually hired uh, coaches and mentors and got into community that I realized more clearly that this was a calling and a gift. So that's pretty much how I am doing what I'm doing today. And my wow. mission is really just helping families. You know, I help families mm -hmm. to communicate and connect effectively. And I do it through their work environments, through their forms of business, through their forms of professional corporate careers by teaching them how to communicate, you know, how to recognize personality styles, how to move through conflict and things like that. So, Wow. You know what? Your journey is, is there's some really key, key pieces of information in your journey because a lot of people are going to resonate with that. You know, they say, I think statistics is up to 80% of people who go and get a degree in something, they end up working in something else, at least initially, right? So, so, or maybe even eventually. So just knowing that journey, it's, it's encouragement to people who have PhDs or who have higher levels of education or, or undergrad, whatever it is, and can't get a job in that field to just really stick to it. And, and, yeah. and it shows if it's you, if it's your purpose, like you said, that that was your gift, it will show up in everything that you do. So I love that. Mm -hmm. It will. I, I, I would say can get caught up in, especially now where we are. I mean, everything has been pretty much disrupted and um, jobs are changing. New jobs that were not even around five years ago are popping up or have popped up. And in the future, we're going to see new jobs. So I would just say, you know, don't get too stuck on a title. Don't get too stuck no. on chasing, you know, this one path. Right now is the time to expand your mind. Be linear. Don't be linear. Be flexible and really expand your thinking so that, you know what, you could take your skills anywhere. I love it. I love it. So can you share a little bit about um, how, so what are some of the challenges that you've experienced with 
families because you mentioned that you work with families and I know it's in at, at home and at work. So let's start with the at home. So what are some of the challenges you've run into in the realms of communication and how have you spoken and worked with the families to work through them? So I don't definitely go directly into the family. I impact the family through the business, through the through working with the business owner or working right. with corporate professional. And then of course through coaching you know, you're one whole person. So whatever goes on at work spills over into home too. So those issues come up. And then when those issues come up, we work through it. So I could, I don't even have to go to anybody that I've worked with. I could go with myself. Hello. I mean, you know, (laughs) I'm a mom, I'm a wife, common things that come up. I mean, lack of understanding, you know, not having clear boundaries or expectations, not even um, recognizing that everyone in the house, the same way you have your business, everyone Mm -hmm. in the house has a different way of communicating. So Mm -hmm. sometimes this can get confusing or it can get a little cloudy or muddy because you're not in a business environment. But if you take your mindset that your family is a business and you know that, okay, I need to figure out how everybody communicates in the home, then you are empowered to, to make an effort to connect with that person or connect with your child in a different way. My two boys, they communicate differently. One is more structured, logical oriented. Another, he's more hands-on, he's more experiential. And coming from the Caribbean and having the African background, I will tell you right now, some mm-hmm. of those belief systems that you have, like children aren't to be seen or heard, don't look who you talking to. You back talk and what? Okay. <laughs> you, you, listen, you cannot allow those things to cloud your relationship with your children or with your spouse. So you have to really understand what the science of communication is about. And at the end of the day, everybody wants to feel. We all mm-hmm. want to feel. We are feeling creatures we're feeling beings we're not logical beings who who feel we're feeling beings who think we make decisions based on emotion and then we justify it with logic i don't care what anybody tell you oh i'm logical take your emotion out of it the real champions know that we are first emotional creatures and then we justify with logic so in the home i'll tell you you know, when I am having a challenge, I'll tell you I had a recent challenge and with one of my kids. And so I realized that I had to use the communications tools. And I said to myself, okay, Miss Claire Communication Coach, you need right. to use <laughs> and start talking right. to myself. Sometimes you gotta look in the mirror I, and be like, okay. I said you need to use the tools that you have available. So I did and I and I stepped away from the situation and then I enrolled my other son to address the issue. So, you know, it's not always going to be perfect, but you have to know that once you have a goal, once you're committed to the goal, then Mm -hmm. um, you use the tools available to you. Yes, that's awesome. Now, listen, I know the sun is such a beautiful thing. We may have to rotate with the sun because we're losing your beautiful face. Are you losing me? Hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Let me move into the sun. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me move back. <laughs> as, as you're moving back, I want to highlight some things that you were saying that was so powerful. Like, I love that you said we are emotional beings that think rather than logical beings that feel. 
Yes, my dear. Guys, that's a, that's, a, that's a point to take down. Like, that's a mic drop right there because a lot, especially, Monique, it's funny that you say that because you're a, an executive communications coach that works in the business field. And in the business world, we're trained to like, oh, we're robots. We don't feel, you know, must think logical all the time. So so how does, and, and the other thing, before I ask you that question, the other thing I love is that sometimes we really have to go in the mirror and say, okay, whatever we work in is usually the area that we exercise the most. So you being a communications coach, the fact that you're so open and transparent to be like, look, I had to look in the mirror and be like, okay, Miss communications expert, how are we going to handle this? Girl, I can attest. I've done the same thing many times when I, when my mind goes left, I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. You got to clear your own crap, Chantel. You got to, you know? And so for those out there, whatever profession that you're in, Sometimes you just really got to look in the mirror and check yourself and say, okay, hold on, regroup. And I always say sometimes we need to take our own advice <laughs> that we say that helps us. So I just love your, your story and your transparency with that. So then tell me, how is it in the, communic- in the, in the executive world, in the, in the business world, how do you address that thing called emotions that come up in communication? Well, it's quite easy because you can't hide from it. <laughs> you you, you so can't true. hide from it. Everything is driven by emotion. How we choose our teams, how we communicate with our teams, how we take certain projects, how we how we choose to speak up. Speaking up is an issue that a lot of my clients come to me and they say, I'm not feeling confident, or they over prepare and they go into a presentation and they say, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't say what I wanted to say, or they don't have the language or scripting to handle a difficult conversation. I had a client who said, you know, she needed to have a conversation with someone and she did not she did not have that conversation because she didn't know how to address the conflict. So you cannot escape emotions. They're everywhere. And right now, there's so many people that are being let go and that are being furloughed. And the people being let go, I've spoken to several of them and they're not feeling appreciated. They're not feeling valued. They're not even looking to go back to that organization. They're looking elsewhere. Some have already found jobs. So it's important that we not forget that the human element is present. You know, everyone's going through a difficult, you know, not a difficult time, but everyone has been impacted by the pandemic, some in other ways and some in, you know, more negative ways or some in positive ways. But we have to realize and we have to understand that at the end of the day, it's the relationship that is going to move you to the next level. No one really cares how much you know until they know how much you care. And once you can actually... um, tap into the emotion then they will listen to how smart you are if you're just talking about you know I know the answer to this I know how to handle this you know no one really cares about that so until you connect on the emotional level then then Mm -hmm. the the conversation will open up to say oh okay that person's really smart like what do you think about this before then it's just you're, you're just shooting um monotony you're just shooting your your titles your status your 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 ivory tower position and no one cares about that nobody cares mm-hmm. about you know what we just did an interview yesterday and and shared it it's the same type of message in terms of it's not about you it's not about how brilliant you are or the degrees that you have is can you connect to your audience can you connect to that person in front of you can you connect to your customers through your message so so i love that even from the corporate perspective that you have the same message yeah that is it, it, crazy. It, 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 
we're human. If we're working with ro- robots, then the message would be different. But at yeah. the core of it all, there is a need. There's a need. Everybody has a need, and that shows up in the behaviors, right? So um, sometimes it's very difficult for people to to realize what the need is. It, you mm-hmm. know, that's when you do some assessments, you'll have feedback, and people have a different view of how you're coming across. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and get some information around how you're coming across so that you know, your view and their view, if there's a gap in there, that's where you want to work on. You want to start to you know, connect in the line because you may be coming across a different way. And then once you can connect and, and get there on that emotional level, that's when you have the different conversations about your skill set and your promotion. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's quite interesting because you know what, during these times, like a lot of people are in, in houses and rooms with people that they're not used to spending that much time with. (laughs) And a lot of people are now attempting to do things online and connect to a different audience. And I know a lot of people who actually, like you mentioned earlier, that they have a voice, they want to say something, but they don't know how to express their opinion or they feel like they may be judged or, or even in working in mental health and, and working with women, a lot of people don't self-declare that, look, I'm going through a challenge and I need help. So people are like in our communities, we're trained to like whatever goes on in the house, zoop, don't yeah. say a word, don't talk about it. Don't you dare talk about it, you know? And oh. So how, so what advice can you share like with people who have a voice and know, let's start with that, with people who have a voice and they know that they want to say something, whether it be in a boardroom or on a Zoom call in a meeting or to somebody that's across the hallway, how can they, I don't know if it's courage or how can they muster up whatever they need to in order to effectively communicate their feelings? So you have to first start to expand your self-awareness. The more you know about yourself and the more you realize and understand what is triggering you or what is stopping you from speaking up and then you have a plan to address it, that's how you start. It's not about having the technique because, you know, you can have I can teach you public speaking. I could teach you how to use your vocal variety. I could teach you to talk low. I could teach you to do positioning. I can teach you to smile. I can teach you about storytelling. But until you have that confidence inside yourself, which is activated through self-awareness, you'll still feel like um, you'll still feel like you know you don't deserve it, or you'll still feel you'll do it and you won't feel completely in full alignment. So you mm-hmm. have to start with self-awareness, expanding that self-awareness. I had worked with someone before who we went through the whole technique of how to address this conversation that she had with her manager. Um, you know, the, the, the first time we met, we talked about the situation. We realized that it was not just her because the manager was doing it to everybody. So that was a characteristic of the manager. We mm. outlined, we role played what would happen. I was like, I can't wait until the next session so we could talk about what happened. And mm-hmm. so I was Okay. Um, okay. So how'd it go? And she said, um, oh, she was busy. I didn't get a chance to talk to her. I said, no problem. Next, next week. So next week came and I said, okay, so, so tell me how did it go? You know, I, I, I want to see my clients win. I want them to really take that next step. And so when she came back and she said, no, no, she's, she, she was still busy. This is two weeks now, two weeks, Chantel, two weeks. Wow. <laughs> but there's no judgment because if yeah. we're honest, if we're really honest, all of us have a conversation that we know we need to have and we haven't had but it. We yet. don't want to. Yeah, we just want to avoid it. Have that at conversation. All 
So it's not enough to know. She had the technique. She had the technique, but there was something that was still not unlocked within her. So we worked on that. And then after we worked on that, then she was able to have that courageous conversation. And, and I will tell you, the same thing happens to me. In fact, the other day, someone on one of my, um, in one of my groups said that he learned that um, he, integrity is one of his values, which is one of my values as well. Integrity mm-hmm. is one of his values. And his, his client told him that, you know what, you always do what you say you're going to do. And I find that to be, you know, in integrity with who you are. But integrity is also saying what you, what you won't do. Or if you, if you can't do what you say you will do, that's also integrity. So if you make a commitment and you can't honor that commitment, you are required, if integrity is your value, to communicate that you cannot honor that commitment. When he said that in the group, I was like, okay, hold up. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I think I have something that's pending. So I got my notebook out and I was like, what are all pending conversations? You know, right? What are all the pending conversations that I need to have? Is there anything that is open that is not closed that I haven't addressed properly? And two came to my mind immediately. And one of them, I was hesitant of communicating with her because I was embarrassed. I'm not even going to go into the whole situation. I was embarrassed. And so I picked up the phone. I sent her a message. I said, this is the situation. I've come to realize that we haven't cleared this part off. This is the reason why. I took full responsibility. She immediately texted me back and we had an exchange. And when she got off from work, she called me and we were talking like, you know, for 30 minutes. It felt like a weight lifted off my shoulder. So I say that, say, you know, you have to constantly think about your relationships because you even, you don't even know what is holding you. You don't even know that energy that is holding you, that is blocking you from connecting in a deeper way with someone else. That is so important. And honestly, I, I so see the value in that. I echoed that in terms of having, asking myself those type of questions, because I, I look at it from a, a, a personal development standpoint, um, because sometimes you just feel that there's, I literally, it was about two weeks ago, I felt that there was just so many open loops because things that we don't close, it's an energy that we walk with. So it's the heaviness that we walk with. And so it, it, it drags through into our business life, whether we take it in, in a corporate world or entrepreneurial world, it drags with us everywhere. So I literally, and we're so aligned. This is why I loved having you on the show yeah. because we had our first conversation was just like, we were like, yes, yes. We did it all. We were like, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. We're like, yeah, yeah, together for something. <laughs> Okay, exactly. I love it. We and we just keep finding so many parallels because I literally did the same thing two weeks ago. And it ended up being that there was someone in my life that that, you know, that that chapter had to come to a close. You know, and something, and you know, they say people are in your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. And and I I, I have a, a thing where I actually hold on to things sometimes longer than I should. You know, when I know it's time to release, whether it be a job or whatever it is. Uh, but so just having that reality check with yourself and asking yourself, what do I need to handle? I love how it sh- you, you use in the example that it actually opens you up to receive more. It opens you up to, to vocalize more. And I'm telling you, my business started to elevate when I, when I did that, you know, it comes to marriages, when it comes to relationships, when it comes to so many things, Everything. I so love it. 
everything is energy and if you are afraid to take the personal responsibility a lot of times people are afraid to do this because they haven't done the work they haven't done mm-hmm. the work. and the work means that you you really do go ahead and you get your self awareness and we talk about mental health in our communities it is critical and right now especially it is critical so trauma mm-hmm. in so many different ways and i know that sometimes especially in our faith based organizations you know people would say i don't need to i don't need to see a professional you could see you could see a professional and you could see jesus at the same time okay okay you could see a professional and jesus at the same time yeah. so yeah. go ahead and make sure that you you engage with a professional do your research connect with them find out what things have happened that are still holding you back because mm-hmm. you don't know if they're within your subconscious and so as you delve more into self awareness you have a yeah. better opportunity to you know release that and have better relationships you have to start within i love that i love that communication has start within it's that's that's it's so awesome to see it manifest in different lights look at us we're going to rotate we're going to rotate we, we, it's we, all good today <laughs> rotating day rotating day and, uh, you know, and as you're doing that, I, it made me think, um, I just did a, a webinar this morning for a group in Toronto for in our communities. And we talked about that, that many people, we don't open up, we don't raise our hand. Um, and if we don't address that problem, we it's, it's hard to progress regardless of what we do if there's something inside that hasn't been addressed. So for, for women in our community right now, I'm a part of a women's group uh, in our community called Black Queens Unite. And, and so they may be watching as well. So can you share a little bit about what are some of the effects or maybe even side effects of not communicating effectively and not communicating your, 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 your opinions, having sharing your voice, um, stepping up and saying, I need help because a lot of us are also raised, doesn't matter what community it's a lot of women nowadays, there's a big women's movement. We're raised, oh, we're independent. We're going to, you know, I could do it. And, and we just take so much weight on our shoulders, but we don't stop and say, oh my gosh, I need help. Or, oh my gosh, my, on the inside, I'm crumbling, you know, and especially with coronavirus, you know, there's so many things that could be added to that. And, and we don't communicate. So what are some of the things that you've witnessed or what are some of the side effects of not communicating? Like how much longer could we go <laughs> by not opening the report? Well, man, side effects. Well, first of all, you don't feel fulfilled. I mean, you really don't feel fulfilled or you chase a lot of external things. You know, you chase the external things that you feel will make you happy. And when you achieve them, you're still not feeling connected. Um, you know, you may struggle with connecting with your parents or your spouse or your children, or you may be putting blame outside of yourself. You, you're unable to see the blind spots, right? You, you, you're smart, you're beautiful, you're intelligent, so you get stuff done. But maybe you're struggling to connect with people, or it seems like every time you connect with someone, they're out to get you. Or you feel like you're, you know, no one, no one really understands you. No one gets you. No one, no one is connecting with you. And the the thing is, if you you deserve to have connected relationships, that's what we're wired for. You deserve to have love. You deserve to have abundance. You deserve to have your desires, whatever they are, fulfilled. This is what you deserve. This is what you are designed to achieve. 
And when you're not experiencing any of that in any way, then life is going to seem bleak. And you're going to think, okay, is that it? Like, what's next? Or you, you, you're not sure. So not, not going in and really expanding your self-awareness is almost like you are damaging your own self-esteem. You are the self-sabotager. You're expecting, you're expecting someone to champion you, but you can't champion yourself. You're expecting someone to you know, really carry you, but you have to do a little bit. You have to have that desire. You know, maybe your motivation might have waned and, you know, you can be inspired, but you have to take the initiative and you have to uh, make the effort to have that commitment. So true. That is so true. I love that. I like that part right there when you said, you know, you want other people to champion you, but are you championing yourself? Again, yeah. this is... So it's it sounds like our theme today is like communication starts in the mirror. <laughs> it starts, that's that's where it has to start because how yeah. we see ourselves is how we treat other people. You are ending you you're giving from your overflow. It's like that dead battery analogy. If my car is dead and it needs a jump, I can't get a jump from somebody else who have another dead battery or their battery is only a little bit has a little bit of juice. To kind of like, I need someone who, who has a battery that is full so I could get a little bit of juice and go on my way. So you don't want to be running on half tank or quarter tank because you, you will expend the energy too quickly. We expend yeah. energy just living, just, just living, just dealing with ourselves and dealing with, with others we expend the energy and more energy is expended when we don't have that awareness and we don't have the connection and we don't have the community or we, we we're not feeling like we belong anywhere that is so true that is you know i love that battery and thank you for sharing your battery with us <laughs> today <laughs> your nice full battery you're giving, you're giving somebody a, a jump start right now so i well, appreciate that, that. That's what it's about. Thank you. Yes. I love it. I love it. So I know you've done some work in the Caribbean. And and so can you share a little bit about what it's like to 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 speak in the Caribbean? You lived there for a while, did you? Yeah, I or grew was up it in the there? island. I grew up in the island before I went off to college. Hi, I'm an island gal. Oh, I'm an island gal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Trini meets uh listen, West Indians, I, I have a special love for West Indian people. Same here. Same here. here. Yes. Yeah. So what was it like going from then the islands and then coming to North America? Just a little bit about the journey and the work that you do, the communication in the islands and the communication in, in North America so far. Okay, so my transition from the Bahamas to uh North America, I went to Minnesota. It was smooth because when I left, listen, who, who I am today is based on what I what I developed and what I got living in the islands. My my family, my mom, my teachers, my environment, those are things, those that's the environment that, that sent me off to North America. So I moved to Minnesota. It was a cold, 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 cold culture. Yeah. But I left with vibrancy. I left with energy. I left with confidence. I felt like, you know, confident queen. So nice. it wasn't until I, after I left college, I 
got married, I had children, that my confidence started to wane. It wasn't until I experienced all of those job rejections and whatever have you and had to just start tracking life, just started Mm -hmm. tracking. But in terms of communication, so you you know that there are certain mindsets about communications growing up and in terms of um, exposure to diverse cultures and diverse ways of thinking but that's not everybody there's there's general there's general stereotypes but as far as communications um, goes in the in the caribbean and in the us when i work with clients and i look i see the same challenges i see the same challenges they you know everyone wants to be respected everyone wants to be promoted everyone wants to have con- connections with their family or their friends it's really different at the end of the day it's a human need communications cuts across all industries all cultures i have, I have people i work with in the middle east and in is australia at the end of the day communications needs are the same everywhere they're the same everywhere there's just the other nuances that we see that are on top of those communication um, areas, like our culture and the way we think about certain things and, and the way we approach religion and the way we approach our elders, if we are individualistic culture or collective culture. In the, in the, in the Bahamas, we're collective culture. We're, we're family-oriented. We're, you know, we, we are all about connecting and helping. In the U.S., it's a more individualistic culture. You know, you get on your path, go ahead and start your own course. It's not about, excuse me, it's not about um, how you can help pretty much anybody else. Mm -hmm. So having that standing, excuse me, tickling. Yes, yes. (laughs) Having that that understanding, then you know you have the same approach. Mm-hmm. The same approach when you're working with someone who is from a different culture, but I have an advantage because I I am from that culture. I'm I have that understanding. So when I work with my African clients, when I work with my Caribbean clients, and I understand that these are high context cultures primarily, and <clears throat> European countries like Europe and the US more high context, uh, low context cultures, then. Mm-hmm you have that in mind in terms of how you are communicating with them and, and their frame of reference. That's why there's no one size fits all approach because everyone mm-hmm. is filtering what's happening through their own experiences, which includes the culture. Right. Absolutely. You know what? I think that's so powerful because I know there's a lot of, um, we have, I'm just going to say a shout out to some people that are watching online live. So, Hey Jackie, she's from St. Martin now in Amsterdam. Uh, so we have Lise Coast, who's from the Island St. Martin, Simone Curtis, who's from St. Vincent, uh, but now in Toronto. So we do have a, we have Ganyo who's, who's also West Indian and African as well. So we have a lot of people from uh, different areas. We have cousin Taryn. Hey, uh, Desmond, welcome. Welcome. We have Miss Mary Hobbs, who's here in, I call her Mama Hobbs, here in Los Angeles. Hey, Norris, also a a man of God who's just sharing great messages. I want to say hello to you guys. And I just want to see about some comments that we have here. Um, Okay, Terry says, wonderful to see you. Uh, Lester says, I'd like like to don't get stuck. Um, 
I like what you said. Don't get stuck. Learn how to communicate effectively. Awesome stuff. Hey, Gordon. Hey, Marcel. Um, how are you? So she said she now has to go to the shade for better quality. <laughs> Yeah, you know, <laughs> y'all chilling with me today in the backyard. We having a backyard talk today. Okay? Yeah, that backyard talk. I love it. Let's see if we can Listen, catch this, this <laughs> And it's so glistening so beautifully on your melanin, girl. Thank <laughs> it you. It looks beautiful. Communication starts in the mirror, Chantal. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. So then um, the final question I wanted to ask. So You've, you've, I've seen some amazing pictures. Please share, first of all, uh, before I even ask that question, let's take a moment. So if people want to get in contact with you, if they want to find out more about what you're doing, maybe bring you in as a communication specialist in their, their business, can you just let them know how they can get in contact with you? Okay, so you could go to my website, clearcommunicationsolutions.com, and I don't know if you want to put that in there for mm -hmm. them. Um, but you could always hit me up on LinkedIn as well. Uh, LinkedIn, Clear Communication Coach, I'm over there. Or my Facebook page, um, which to be honest, I'm on LinkedIn most. So, <laughs> But you can hit me up on Facebook too, Monique Russell, Clear Communication Coach. And mm -hmm. you will get me any, any one of those ways. I'm also on Instagram, Clear Communication Coach, Monique Russell. And nice. if you are looking to bring communications awareness to yourself or to your team, or you want to, I mean, let's just say you want to improve the way that you communicate. You want to really enhance your public speaking from the inside out so that it's lasting. Definitely give me a call because right now everybody's online and your presence online matters. You have to have digital relevance and a digital presence, but don't just throw it at the wall because these mm -hmm. days people... The, the attention span is short. So if you do do it, you want to do it the right way. Awesome. Awesome. Beautiful. Yes. Yeah, so I posted some things in the chat. If you guys are watching from the Chantel Simone International page, definitely check out Miss Monique Russell. So our final question, Monique, today is what can you share with every with the audience today? Like I said, everyone is coming from diverse backgrounds. We have some people in school that are that are learning to do school online. We have teachers assistant directors in schools. We have entrepreneurs who maybe still was trying to get their business off the ground and now it's even more irrelevant for them. So from a communication standpoint, when they are online and they are doing their best to communicate what they do and what they want to do next, what is something that you can share with them that would help them maybe either articulate their message better or help them really connect, like you say, emotionally to their audience? What's something that they can do as a takeaway? Okay, so you, you have to know your audience. Whoever it is you're speaking to, you have to know them and you have to understand them. A lot of the communication challenges comes in this, this critical step, not understanding who your audience is. And once you fully understand them, then you're able to give them communications the way they need it, in relevant examples, in relevant stories, even the approach. For example, if you're meeting with executive leaders and they're probably tired of being on Zoom all day and they have Zoom burnout, you may want to offer an audio call only right right now. Everyone doesn't have to show video because when you're on video, you're hypersensitive, you're hyper-focused. You know, you may be looking at people's background or you're wondering how you look and, you know, this, this here and all this yes, other yes, stuff, you know. 
yeah, yeah. you know the, the edges you know <laughs> so when you, <laughs> you are too funny girl when you are on video you're already um pulling additional energy just because of the video aspect so if you don't need to be on video for every single call then choose to have an audio one make sure that your meetings don't every every meeting doesn't have to be an hour some can be 15 minutes this is where you really focus on your audience and get clear on what's the outcome you know there's a whole whole process to think about what's the outcome the shortest meeting that i have had was seven minutes and it was one of the most effective meetings i've ever had so the tip is know your audience so you can um devise how you want to communicate most effectively but but definitely communicate don't don't um, hold back on the information that's needed right now Wow, that's very, very, that's a good point. That's a really good point, because I'm telling you that there's a, there's a slight pressure when you have to turn on that camera. This, everybody okay. starts, I've seen, I've seen women run to go put some makeup on to run back to be like, hey, like I just woke no, up like this. You think I was wearing this red lipstick all day? No, yeah, because, exactly. I'm on this, because I'm on this video. I still put some lipstick on. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. I love that, though. And you know what? And I've met a lot. I've, some of my entrepreneurial friends, they're like, they, they're glued to this Zoom day in and day out since the coronavirus. And they're like, they're something, they kept typing like Zoom fatigue, Zoom fatigue, like, you know? So it, it is a thing, actually. Mm -hmm. So it's a really good point. Hey, let's do an audio call or let's make it shorter. Not everything has to be an hour. You know, I don't mm -hmm. know where an hour or half an hour is the standard. Can we do 15 minutes? Yeah, <laughs> Can we do a that's an hour? example of speaking up, of setting boundaries, you know, of, of saying, hey, we, this is something we do all the time as an hour. Can we consider it a different way? You know, so yeah. that's an example of speaking up. And there's other examples of speaking up in the virtual space as well. So you have to be able to know how to exercise the right skills, uh, which mm -hmm. are facilitation skills. I've been doing this for a long time. So facilitation mm -hmm. skills for managers, for leaders, just so that you know how to help your meeting run effectively. Mm -hmm. So right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you know what? I just wanted to thank you for your time, for your insight, you know, and just sharing your experiences in, in and out of the boardroom. <laughs> and uh, I know you're doing such great work. I love your websites. I love what you're doing. I love what you stand for. And you know what? We, we lock sisters. So <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And we will be traveling. We will be traveling, doing some work together as well. So yes, I look forward to it. Mm -hmm. 100%. Let's go do it. So uh, thank you so much for your time. Enjoy this beautiful scenery that you have in the back. You know, so you're making some people jealous. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, look at the background. No, it's it's a beautiful. It looks like a beautiful setting. Enjoy. Have a very peaceful and restful Saturday. And thank you so much for sharing all your wisdom. It was awesome. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. And oh my pleasure. Awesome. Thank you. Bye bye. Awesome stuff. Yay, yay, yay. It was great having Miss Monique Russell here today. And we're just going to wrap up. I am so excited that I was able to have such wonderful, powerful people come on the show. I hope you guys have been enjoying this series. We are, this is our six out of seven days. So tomorrow is our last day of this series. And so the message today really is all about communication starts with self. 
So we've heard some really wise information and wisdom here from Miss Monique Russell, and it was really around speaking up. And I feel that that's just a thread of, of, of consistency across a lot of people. And, you know, what can you do today to speak up? What can you do today to go speak up and find the answer to your solution? If you're going through a challenge, maybe it's just opening up your mouth and sharing something to someone in some way that could solve that challenge that you have right now, that can bring about the solution. Earlier this week, we had uh, an author, we had Crystal Dara Hansen, who had a book called The Ask. To ask, you have to speak up. You know, and and we, yesterday we had Ernesto talking about speaking to your audience, tapping into their Wi-Fi. So, guys, take heed. If it's the first time that you're watching, you may want to go back and watch some of the other episodes and just glean the information because everybody that's on this show ha is on this show for a reason. God is at work, and it and it's beautiful. So, take heed to the information because many of us already have been given what we need to move to the next step in life. Do you have the eyes to see and the ears to hear and the heart that's open enough to receive all that is coming to you? That's the question. So thank you so much for joining. I love all the comments. I love all the hearts and loves and likes. It was so great having you guys. I appreciate everybody who's been so consistent sticking with us for throughout this whole series and commenting. The love is appreciated and right back at you. I want to thank all of the viewers and make sure if it, you, you follow me on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook, all at Chantel Simone International. Um, and all the episodes are up on the YouTube page. So I want you to go to the YouTube, subscribe and like, and start to watch some of these episodes because repetition is, it's, is one of your best teachers. It's time to level up in life. It is time. It is time. It is time. Coronavirus has literally evened out the playing field for us. Anybody who steps up and asks, opens their mouth and say what they want out of life. If I, if you dare ask, if you dare open your mouth and declare what you want, I challenge you to do that today. And you will be so pleasantly surprised at what that can do for you. Have a beautiful, blessed day. Remember you have one life, make it count and navigate on purpose. Chantal Simone signing out and we'll see you tomorrow to wrap up this, this season with an amazing guest. You've probably watched her on the big screen TV already. You've probably seen her in movies. And not only that, she's taken all of her knowledge and helping fuel one of the most given, most beautiful gifts given to mankind, our mind. So we'll end off the session with a beautiful, 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 beautiful message from her. So stay tuned, stay connected, stay blessed. Love you guys. And we'll see you tomorrow.